Hello and good morning to our Not Sisters podcast listeners. I'm Emily, the mom. And I'm Taylor, the daughter. And we are on episode 39. And before we begin, we just wanted to say... I have to make a formal apology before I get canceled. (laughs) No one said anything, though. (laughs) They were probably too shocked. They were like, is she really saying that multiple times? I'm so dumb. On the last episode, I made like a test to see what the leaf blower sounded like. And I thought I deleted it out of the podcast, <laughs> but I didn't, so... So, sorry Enjoy. to our uh, listeners that were um, just as shocked as I was when I turned it on, and I was like, oh... She's as shocked as you were. Yeah. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> I was listening to it, and I was like, oh, so we're doing this, so we're doing this. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's kind of how my week has gone. I, I feel like you had a really had a rough, rough week. week. You did. Uh, my week was pretty smooth for the most part. That sounds nice. Yes. <laughs> Taylor, nice? every time we got in the car to carpool, I swear you were like on the verge of tears. Oh my God. But the good thing is it really showed the test of my new medication. <laughs> because after like an hour, yeah. I'd be just happy and giggling yeah. and you were like all good. And uh, I'm going to turn... Keep talking. I'm going to turn that plant because the leaf's going to get burnt by the candle flames, I think. Thanks for thinking about my plants. You're welcome. Uh, This episode is our Halloween episode. Monday is Halloween, so you could be listening to it a day early or on Halloween or after Halloween. Oh, yeah, because it gets released on Sunday. Yeah, so... We're in the spooky season, spooky vibes. Spooky season is coming to an end. We're going to end it with our scary stories and scary vibes. Spooky season never ends. <laughs> the dead never sleep. <laughs> but yeah, I love Halloween. There's not much going on this year. No, and uh, we were asked as we were leaving work, like, oh, are we going into to Halloween parties or anything? Neither of us have anything scheduled. Mm-mm. Last year, I did the pumpkin painting little get together with the family, and I just I'm I'm we're tired. We're tired. We're gonna rest. We're not gonna do anything, mm-hmm. and yeah, and Halloween's on a Monday this year, so yeah. we're just gonna bring you a little bit of joy with our spooky stories. We're gonna scare you. And <laughs> Good luck going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor and I were sitting here thinking, like, what were the good things that happened this week? And honestly, mine were just like small wins, mm-hmm. small wins. Getting your this life week. together. Mm-hmm. Like I told you, I I am happy. I got a new eyebrow pencil that's brand new, so it's gonna be nice and sharp and plentiful. <laughs> My eyebrows, I haven't been filling them in lately, just because I was on like almost empty, and I didn't. I was like, eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll just look tired. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, my good thing was I got to get my hair cut and colored. I'd been waiting for a while. Uh, it was just really nice to sit there and just relax. I Be even pampered. like I did. I even closed my eyes for a little bit while I was waiting for the color to set, mm-hmm. and I just it felt good to just sit there and uh, enjoy that moment. So that was a good met with the tax man, my tax man, tax guide, CPA. <laughs> that wasn't a good. That thing. wasn't a good thing, but whatever. <laughs> And I uh, got my car oil changed. So those are all little good things. Mm-hmm. I, I feel glad. I feel glad that I was able to do it. Glad that I was able to afford those things. Because mm-hmm. some people 
you know? Yeah, a little bit. It's things. a struggle. So I was happy about that. Yeah. What were your good things? Uh, Since your week, you were on the verge of tears. <laughs> my week's over. <laughs> well, I had like all these events that I had to get through and... You're not through them yet. <laughs> yeah, I have one more and then one more in a couple months. So I'm just getting through. Got to get through. Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I have stuff I need to do today for Monday. <laughs> oh, no. That I just remembered. I think... You look good. You got that lip looks, gloss on. Yeah, I got you look all, fresh. I got all new lip gloss in the mail. Like, oh, I that's went, a great thing. Yeah, I went on Sephora and I ordered like a bunch of different lip glosses. Well, just because like I like the lipstick balms mm-hmm. and I like one particular shade at one particular brand, and I just every time I like something, they discontinue it. Oh, so I, hate that. I have a feeling I'm like I need to stock up, but I also need to find up a backup. So I ordered like six different brands, six different lipstick balms, and it was fun trying them all on and seeing which ones I liked and which ones I didn't like. I love that you enjoy that so much because it's something that I don't think about, but whenever I go with you into the store, uh-huh. I enjoy it. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna check this out. I'm gonna see, but that's not something I would ever. Like, oh, I'm just going to go pop into Sephora or Ulta and check out products. Yeah. And I'm glad that... So I need to have you... Like, I'm glad <laughs> that you're there to lead encourage the way. You. Encourage me. <laughs> because it is fun to just get a little cute little lipstick. And I, I don't know if I've said this before, but um, I read somewhere when the economy is bad or like if there's a depression or a recession or a recession uh lipstick sales are always up Mm -hmm. because it's something little and it's not that expensive like it's under 20 bucks you can get like a lipstick and it keeps you happy and it's something that's minimal so it is for yourself it is true luxury and i have been putting when i am i I tried it because you are so good about reapplying your lipstick, even if you put on your mask. My and gloss. It just, yeah, your gloss. It's the first thing that you do. And I feel like I've been better about it. Because mm-hmm. it does. It makes you just feel that little yeah. bit more put together. Totally. And, and I actually have... So one of the brands that I ordered from, it wasn't from Sephora, but I ordered three colors. And then I really like one of the colors. So I emailed their customer service. And I was like, I want to return the other two and then just get this color as a replacement and they're like oh just keep the ones that you have and I think that they would look better on you so remind me to give them to you okay because you always we can't wear the same shade nope it's I will you'll put something on and I'll be like oh my god that looks so good and then I put it on me and it's Terrible. And same vice versa. Like you'll yes. have something on. I'm like, that looks so good. And I'll try it. And it just doesn't look the same. I, you have more of the, I think I have more purple undertones in my lip. And you have yeah. more peachy undertones. Yeah, I'm definitely peachy. And we, it just doesn't, it looks fabulous on you. And when I put it on, I look not good. It's a, it's interesting how color uh-huh. shades do that. So I've always wanted to do that house of color where mm-hmm. you go there and they pick out your colors mm-hmm. for your wardrobe what looks good on you i've always wanted to do that that would be fun i saw a tiktok where these girls just went and they bought fabric swatches and they did it themselves like at a wine night just <laughs> check it out and see yeah, that's <laughs> that, sound <really> cute. <laughs> that does sound fun 
All right, back to our spooky, scary so, stories. Spooky, scary stories. Taylor is actually going to surprise me with the stories that were submitted by some of our listeners. Thank you for doing that. Uh-huh. And I collected them from a lot of our coworkers. Yes. So we have a collection of people who sent in their stories. Again, I haven't heard these. Uh, and before we went on air to record, I was telling Taylor about kind of a spooky one, but we don't have permission, um, from our listener to, to tell it, but maybe one day we will. And Mm -hmm. it's pretty, it's pretty wild. (laughs) It's pretty wild. It was, it was creepy. So, um, I kept forgetting to ask the permission to do it Mm -hmm. and get the details. So my bad, I, I, October 31st came around a lot quicker than I thought. Did you see that smoke just come out of my mouth? Yes, I keep seeing it. (laughs) It's cold in the the room that we're in, but um, it's okay. We just figured, I have a little space heater, but by the time it would have heated up this room, we'd be done. So if we're chattering... It would have been loud. No, it's not loud. It's one of the the one with the coils. So it automatically like heats up. Oh, like a shop one? It's one of those, like, uh, those... <laughs> we're going to catch our shadow. No, fire. no, no. It's, it's great. I put it in our washroom in the wintertime because there's no heat in there. Mm-hmm. And so when, um, we have to like, well, when we used to have to get ready, cold. it's fr- frosty in there. That's it's so frosty. Cool. We're living in the olden days on the farm. <laughs> I kept all of these stories anonymous. Okay. Just because... I, a lot of them had other people in them, so I just kept them all anonymous. And I kept where it happened anonymous, um, but all these stories happened in Sonoma County. Okay. And I, so I kept them all anonymous also because you could probably, like... Figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, but first, we're going to talk about our own spooky stories. <laughs> but back oh, yeah. to me. <laughs> back to you. Back yeah, to you. Back to me. <laughs> I got more things to say about myself. <laughs> Um, do you want to go first? You go for it, because I've been waiting to hear about the one with the chair, which I think I heard about before. Oh, oh, oh my god. Okay, that one I didn't even write down. I had the one from college written down. Oh, do the one from college. Okay. okay do the one from but college. But I could also tell Lee because okay. that one's pretty funny, too. Um, so I title it, My College House. In college, we lived in a house. There was eight girls, and it was definitely over 100 years old. And I wrote this down, but also... You I could just add little comments. Little spark notes. <laughs> it was pretty creepy, and it had weird little nooks and crannies. Uh, we were convinced there was a ghost living there, and one time we told our landlord about how we thought there, there was a ghost, and she said that there was definitely a woman's spirit living there because she, when she renovated the house after buying it from the original owner, they found an old photo of a young woman behind the built-in desk when they ripped it out. And her husband got the feeling that the photo should stay in the house, so they left it in one of the walls. And she said that her daughter-in-law lived in the house, and she didn't mind being there by herself because she felt like the woman was, like, being motherly and, like, cared for her. Mm-hmm. And that the ghost didn't like men, and we were all a group of girls, so the ghost... Do you know if uh, ever a group of boys have ever rented it? Mm-mm. You don't know? Yeah. Yeah, that house, it definitely had, was like the old house mm-hmm. vibes. Like, it's so weird how older homes... Drafty. <laughs> they, well, and they always had... It was sectioned off. Like, yeah. there was no a big open floor plan. So, it could have done been... I, I don't know the reason why. I'm just throwing it out there, but... I noticed like a lot of the kitchens always have a door and I'm curious if it was because like if in case of fires like the doors you Uh know how doors like keep the fire contained in there or maybe the smells 
or maybe the heat. These are all my, because even my house, which was 1930s, yeah. um, the one that we renovated, the kitchen definitely was, had separate. its doors and it was separate. So you're that, that house. And it had like the little room. Remember my mm-hmm. closet? And it was little... like a whole nother little room. Yeah. And it was little. Yes. It was wild. Ew. Oh my god! I just remembered this Wait, now. So what was the scary story? Oh, I'm getting to it. Oh, okay. But I just remember. <laughs> I just remember now that so my closet was it didn't have any windows or anything, and I had a dream catcher with wind chimes in the closet. Like it was huge. It was like as big as this little podcast yes. room. Like it was a massive closet, and I had a wind chime in there. And one time I heard the wind chime moving Ew. when I was Drafty. in the room. <laughs> And there's, like, no vents in no. there, like, nothing. It was just, a, like, a... It was just, like, a closet. A closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this scary story, we started to hear weird knocking on the walls at night, like, little pings that we couldn't place the sound to. Like, we couldn't figure out if it was, like, a branch knocking on the wall or, like, a bird. Like, it was super weird, like, knocking. It happened went on for like six months, like months of this like knocking. So um, one of my roommates heard the sound all the time and it just became like a normal house sound, like this knocking. Like it would happen, like she'd be like, it's knocking again. And we'd be like, oh my God, it's so weird. But like, that's all it did. It was, it was just knocking. Um, also, side note, there's a floor entrance to the basement that was in the backyard with like the doors that you have oh, to like open. Oh, like the cellar door type yeah, things. Yeah, so creepy. Um, and that was in the back, like super creepy. Um, anyways, one time there was like a lot of knocking. It was super late at night. We were all home. So we got brave and we decided to investigate and we found a spoon taped to the window <laughs> with a long string attached going back into the alley and we were like so fucking scared. We're like, we're going to get sex traffic. Like they're trying to oh, lure us outside, <laughs> lure us outside so they could kidnap us. Like we were so fucking scared. Um, so we called the police because we started like freaking out, like someone's trying to kidnap us. Like this is some stranger stuff. So we called the police, and the police came. <laughs> and we had to explain to them that we like found this spoon, and like it had like someone made it. Like it was like so the way that it was on the window is that the string was on the bottom of the spoon. So if someone were to pull the string the spoon would knock on the wall <laughs> in the windows and so we're talking to the police officer and another police officer is like investigating the house and as we're talking to the police officer the other one comes back and he has more spoons and we're like we're under attack <laughs> we were so scared and the police officer it was a guy and he kept being like it's one of your boyfriends. Like, they're playing a trick on you. It's one of your boyfriends. And we were like, sir, we're all single. Like, we don't, we don't talk to boys. <laughs> and so we all, while the police were there, we were calling all of our guy friends, like, crying. Like, did you do this? And they're all like, no, no. And they're like, police sirens in the background. Um, we kept asking all of our guy friends, like, did you do this? Did you do this? And everyone, <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> I lost my voice. <laughs> they didn't do it all of our guy friends and so finally like months later we figured out who it was like what group of guys did that to our house so the police officer was right yeah the police officer was right (laughs) they'd seen the spoon trick before (laughs) but we were like 
dude, someone's like on the end of this string. Like, how scary is that? Like, looking how up at our window. How often were they, like, was it just at that point the wind knocking it? Or were they really no, in the they, alley? No, they were in the, the alley pulling, pulling the string. And, like, we lived by, is it, I can't, Bidwell? Bidwell. Big Chico Creek uh-huh. or whatever. Um, so, the group of guys that would do that they would often go <laughs> to in, the park. To the they park. Were at the park. So it'd be easy to like go through the alley behind our house and just like <laughs> do a quick knock here and there. So we found out who it was, and I can't tell you what we did to retaliate because <laughs> I probably go to jail. <laughs> it's so scary. <laughs> oh my gosh! How many guys were in on it? I think. Three. Three guys. Yeah. And then, but I wonder if anybody ever saw the string and was like, oh, I wonder what the string is. The thing about the house was that it was covered with so much ivy Uh that it was hard to find them. So like, that's why we never saw them before is because there was so much ivy on our house that like, (laughs) we... (laughs) So that, the police officer was right. His suspicions (laughs) were correct when he's like, I have seen this thing before. Oh my god, can you imagine the pack of girls you get the call and you're like, oh dear lord, and oh you're like, go god. to the. I mean, I wonder if they even took a report. Knowing the Chico police, they didn't. No, they did not. <laughs> they were just like, oh god, it's these pack of girls again. And they're just calling the police. <laughs> but there's like eight crying girls. <laughs> they're spoon taped on our window. <laughs> Mystery solved. <laughs> Okay, so this is another one of my stories. Um, I visited St. Augustine, Florida with my grandma, and we went on a haunted cemetery and jail tour at night, and we toured the jail, (laughs) and the guide told us that there would be eight to ten men per cell, and they would all defecate in one bucket in the middle. So eight to ten men in one cell. One jail cell. They'd pack Was it big? No, it was like the size of this room, or smaller. Really? Yeah. How would they bunk up? They would just have they, bunks they, they had bunks up. on the side. Yeah. So, so like, when you would look in, it mm-hmm. was the bunks on the side, and then it was look like a window, uh-huh. and that was it. And then, so the bunks would be like four up. Yeah, and it was super small. So they and one bucket to all and one bucket to all for all the men just in the middle of the room. Yeah. And they told us to take photos throughout the tour because we went to like a park that was creepy, and then we were like in the jail, and the jail I remember was where they did the testing for the guillotine to see how long people would be have brain activity Ooh. for. Like, when they would cut yes. their head off, yes. they would see how long. That's what they were doing? That's uh, their... I think, from what I remember, they were doing testing there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Special testing. <laughs> But anyways, we got back to our hotel room, <laughs> and we were going through all the photos that we had taken in the park and stuff, and so when I pulled up the photo of the jail, there was a white bucket, a ghostly bucket, <laughs> a ghostly bucket. in the room, and so I got the haunted ghost bucket, <gasps> and we were laughing. <laughs> it appeared into your picture, and it hadn't it been so there before. Funny. Oh my yeah. god. Was it like a modern bucket, or an old-fashioned bucket, um, like well, a metal bucket? Well, it was just bucket? like a white cylinder, but, and it was kind of, it looked like like a ghost like it was like blurry i remember vaguely you showing me that maybe we need to put that up so i know i need to find it it's not on this phone obviously i was just okay change the subject a little bit but the cloud 
when we transferred over our phones, uh, my husband got all of these old pictures. They all downloaded well, to my phone. Well, my cloud's not the same because I had to create my own cloud when I... Oh, so they might be in another cloud. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta find a different cloud. Oh my, my How do you even find the cloud? Oh my God. I gotta find my ghost poop bucket. That makes picture. sense. Yeah. Isn't that creepy? Yeah, that's creepy. And we were laughing because we were like, out of all the things. Out of all the things, you got the poop, poop bucket. <laughs> okay, so this one's... Oh, wait, should I tell Lee's story? Oh, yeah, you could tell that Or one. do you want to tell your story real quick before I tell Lee's story? Uh, my story, I feel like I just have the one that I can recall. And it was when I was probably... Well, I was driving, so it was like I was 16 and I was babysitting for my aunt and uncle. I'd always babysit for my cousins mm-hmm. um, weekly. I would go over there. And this one house that they lived in, the it was like the front room. You would go in like the living room. And then you would kind of walk into the entryway. And then there was like a kitchen and then the eating area. And it was like in a square area. But the where the kitchen, like the sink to do the dishes Mm -hmm. it was facing a window so you could look out a window but directly behind you um there was the kitchen table and I one night had put the kids to bed and I was cleaning up like their dinner dishes or whatever so I was washing the dishes and all of a sudden like I saw this thing go behind behind me, the reflection, because it was dark, so you could see, like, the reflection. Ew. And I was like, oh, my gosh, they're up out of their bed. I told them, like, we already read the stories. We already played the games. Like, they need to be in bed. God damn it, these kids. And so I said, like, you know, little Susie, like, you, you need to get in bed. I told you you need to stay in bed. And, like, I could hear it, like, down the hallway. And so then I just was finishing up the dishes and I saw it go back behind me again. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to need to tell them to get in bed. Well, I walked down the hallway and I went and checked on them and the kids were totally asleep. Like it was not them. They were asleep. So then I was like, well, that was weird. And so then when I got, when my aunt and uncle came home, I was like telling them, like, yeah, it was really weird. Like I... And then, I mean, so clearly it happened, right? Yeah. Because I told them, I was like, yeah, I totally thought it was like the kids, but it wasn't the kids. And like, I saw something go by me. And then my aunt, she was like, oh yeah, this house is haunted. There's something in it. And and I'm like, really? And she goes, yeah, I mean, we don't mind it. She goes, but definitely it goes up and down the hallway. Because one time when my cousin, who's little, she was probably like, I don't know, maybe four. Like she wasn't very big, three or four. She um, was running or she was walking down the hallway and it was like she had this force like completely like push her and she totally went flying like it looked like something like pushed her. So they didn't live in that one for very long after I remember like it wasn't but I didn't feel scared scared. It was just like, okay, there's something in this house. I don't know what it is. But that was my ghostly experience. That's (laughs) honestly Kids are so brave for going over there and babysitting. Like, I think of all the houses that I was in babysitting. You and mean, like, us as chill- kids Yeah, like, we were, like, 12 in these houses by ourselves. <laughs> I feel like, do kids even babysit anymore? No. I feel like a lot of parents also don't trust people Teenagers. With their kids. 
Yeah, I babysat. All, I made so much money babysitting. So much money. I all I did in. was, I mean, I didn't even get paid much, but I, that's all I did before I was like 16. I babysat from like 12 until I was 16. And then even I had a couple of clients that um, I would, in the summertime, I'd yeah. be babysitting all week. And I mean, I would take them to the park. We would be out playing. Like I was yeah the nanny, the little nanny doing cheap, cheap nanny. Ooh, I didn't take them anywhere when I would babysit. But... I didn't take them in my car, but we would like walk to the park or we oh. would like go, uh, yeah, mainly to the neighborhood parks. Or Dude, whatever. I had the best hookup because I would watch all of dad's coworkers' kids. Mm-hmm. And then when they would go party with their friends, I would watch more the kids. kids. Yeah. And then the kids would be like, oh, we love Taylor. So then. When those parents need to go somewhere, I'd watch their kids. And, like, I had, like, a whole network of cops kids. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like, a lot of the kids would always say, oh, I love, you know, yeah. Emily. Because I would play with them. They would yeah, always say. I would always play with the kids because I remember having babysitters. And I loved the ones that would play with me. And then the ones that weren't playing with me. Those ones like, didn't last long. Yeah. I feel like that that babysitter that you're talking about, it was, like, twice. And yeah. then we were like, oh, uh, yeah, you're not paying attention to the kids. Yeah. So this. And we were easy. Like, I was crazy. Like, I remember one time Uncle Dane babysat Mm -hmm. us, and he told me when I was older, he was like, yeah, it was super crazy. You were like, all right, I'm going to go upstairs and brush my teeth and get ready for bed. (laughs) He was like, this is the easiest (laughs) (laughs) easiest job I've ever had. (laughs) Dane's like, oh, okay. Aren't we going to stay up late and watch movies and eat candy? Yeah. He's like, I need to go brush my teeth. I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so... Lee's story. Okay. So, what was it, last year? Or the year before that? I think it was the year before before. that. Um, He does not believe in ghosts at all. I believe in ghosts. (laughs) He does not. He's never seen one. He's never... He's not... He's never even... It hasn't even thought. Probably crossed his mind. He's never thought of a ghost. (laughs) Forever. And he woke up in the middle of the night to knocking on our front door... And he went downstairs, opened up the front door, no one was there. He went back upstairs and was getting ready to go back in our bed. And he heard knocking on our bedroom door. And our bedroom door, when you open it up, it looks onto like... Downstairs. Like it looks all down the downstairs. Right. Mm -hmm. I can see everything. So he opened up the door and there was nothing there. And he was like, what the heck? And then he started getting a little spooked. And meanwhile, you're sleeping. Meanwhile, I'm passed out. I never wake up. He goes back to bed and then he hears our roommate at the time say, Lee, Lee. And so Lee said that he was thinking, oh, maybe he's trying not to wake the girls. Like something's happening and he's trying to get my attention. And so he opened up the door and no one was there. And he said he was so scared. (laughs) (laughs) And so he got back in bed and he didn't tell me until like later that day and I was like that's the first thing I would have said in the morning I would have woken you up immediately and been like help (laughs) and he was he was scared like I could tell he was scared he he won't listen to this but I'm scared (laughs) (laughs) and we were all pretty freaked out especially because of Lee's telling you that like you know it happened mm-hmm. like if I was like Lee I heard someone say my name you'd be like okay yeah. no for sure <laughs> but you if Lee's like something it. said my name and it sounded like our roommate I'm scared and just because he's not listening to it this story if he told you it would take two hours to oh yeah <laughs> this is very sped up version. yeah this is a, 
And so then I was thinking to myself, <laughs> apparently, um, yes. <laughs> His stories are long. They're long. long. Like, get your hot cocoa and snacks. It's going to be a while. cold milk because your hot cocoa will not make it. So then the next night, we all go to sleep. Nothing happens. At 3 a.m., we are woken up to every single fire alarm in our house going off. And we tried for 20 minutes to turn off the fire alarms. And there are those ones that are... Um, they're circular they're, attached to the ceiling. They're hardwired into the house. Yeah. Yes. We could not turn them off. It's blaring. The dogs are freaking out. I don't think we had diesel. I don't think you did uh, Yeah, I don't think we had diesel. Um, It's going crazy. And so... We go outside because we were like, well, if it's carbon, we, we didn't know if it was carbon monoxide. We didn't know yet, but we had to call the fire department because they, we you literally couldn't, reach them. couldn't, and also some of them we couldn't reach. There's no smoke, nothing. The fire alarms are going off like crazy. So the fire department comes and they like unscrew them from the ceiling. So they're like dangling from the ceiling and we go back to bed. And so like all of our, some of our fire alarms are off. Some of them are like just unscrewed from the ceiling. And the next night, like, I literally couldn't even make up the story. This is the spookiest thing that's arrived. <laughs> the next night, we go to bed. Everything's fine. At 3 in the morning, our fire alarm is going off, mainly in our room. And it's, like, dangling from the ceiling going off. And we're like, what the fuck? So Lee's like, I'm not calling the fire department again. Like, how embarrassing. <laughs> and so he, like, goes downstairs and he grabs our stool. And he puts it at the end of the bed so he can, like, reach the fire alarm. And also, shout out to the firemen who were not thinking about our house because they scratched the shit out of our ceiling with their ladder. Oh. Have you seen our ceiling? No. It's like, but they don't up. care. They're like, I'm they here. They did not care. But I'm like, there's no threat. Like, yeah. you take your time. Take your time. <laughs> um, so there's like holes in our ceiling oh. from like them like putting Pushing. in. I'm like, yeah. damn, take it easy. <laughs> and. So our fire alarm's going off. Lee grabs the stool. He turns it off. We go back to bed. And then, <laughs> so then as we're going to bed, I was like, Lee, you have to take that stool back downstairs. Like, it's like a chair with like, mm-hmm. it has like a back. And he was like, no, I'm just going to take it down in the morning. And I was like, no, because when you wake up and someone's sitting in that chair, <laughs> you're going to wish you took it back downstairs. <laughs> and he looks at me. He was like, why would you say that? <laughs> take that chair back downstairs so then the next morning i was working from home and i was like dude our didn't you hear our alarms like that was so weird and she goes we didn't hear anything. the roommate yeah our roommate didn't hear anything and she's a light sleeper like if it was me i would have slept through yes that but she's like no i i would have woken up jose would like we would have waken woken up the dog would have woken up so yeah they didn't hear our fire alarm going off in our room and it was just you guys yeah and you could hear anything in our house. Yeah, your house is very open. Yeah. Uh, but then you ended up having somebody come in, didn't Yeah, you? so we had someone come, men my friend's mom's. She is Claire Audient, and uh, I don't remember what the other one's too early. <laughs> <laughs> but she can see and hear. So she doesn't have, like, the, is it Claire Essence, where you can feel the emotion Mm -hmm. she doesn't have that she can just see and she can hear ghosts and so we she lives down the street from us so she came to our house and she said that there was 
probably something in the house, but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't menacing or anything. But she also identified exactly where I hid my Ouija board. So and I don't play the Ouija board. Yeah. But Sam, my roommate, did play with the Ouija board and nothing happened to her, so... But then she, but she came in and she was just saying like, yeah, there's something here, but it's not like going to Yeah, it's not going to hurt us. Yeah. So yeah. And you have an old house that had been redone. Mm-hmm. It's and like, like the house next to us is a historical house mm-hmm. that can't be torn down or anything. So like these houses are old. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, that's mm-hmm. good to know that you don't have a, it's, but you haven't heard anything lately. Um, it's anything. been a while. Yeah, we haven't heard anything. Maybe it was Sam because she was play, playing with the Ouija board. <laughs> followed her. Yeah, followed her. Oh, <laughs> it followed her. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sam, for Sorry. listening. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you some sage. <laughs> but, yeah, we didn't play with the Ouija board or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Good one. Yeah, pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. Pretty creepy. Okay, so... This one. So now we're going to start on the the listeners. Yeah, and, and I'm not going to say, I'm not going to give away too much identifying information. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep my mouth shut. Um, so this one, I kind of did a little, I wanted to do like a little research about it because I didn't want to get the facts wrong. <laughs> the facts wrong about the ghost? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is about, it's called, I named it the Bear Man. So I looked up what... Because I know, like, what we talk about and what, like, what do you say, like, our peers are, mm-hmm. our fellow natives <laughs> talk about, about, like, bears in Pomo or native culture. But I don't know if that's factual. It's just kind of, like, what we say. It's hearsay. Histor- <laughs> it's for folklore. Like, it's, yeah, the, it's, like it's, a, it's the storytelling. Yeah. Yes. So there's a lot of storytelling. There's a lot of, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of storytelling about the bears. Um the bear dancing and so I wanted to look it up and see like what the bears really mean and on our ghost tour last weekend the tour guide had said that bears are the guardians of the underworld and I'd never heard that before so I don't know where he got that yeah he said a couple things that remember you were gonna look up and then yeah I never heard of that before and I didn't find anything like that for pomos at least Mm -hmm. which are Needed to Sonoma County. So, I don't know. I don't know about that fact. (laughs) So, I looked up bears in Pomo culture spiritually. And an article or like a book log came up. And the author is the same author of my boss's basket weaving book with all the Pomo designs. So, I would say it's a pretty legit legit source. Source, yes. Yes, because a well-known culture they yeah. they're very well intact and in they're involved with it mm-hmm. yeah so i i don't know if i don't i mean i don't know this author so i wouldn't say like i trust them but like i trust their source i mm-hmm. guess <laughs> <laughs> and so they she she i don't know if it's a boy or a girl sorry <laughs> they, <laughs> they described they said the word shaman a lot and i wasn't really sure about that term either so i just changed it to men okay I don't know how you feel about that word. I just shaman. was like, I don't know. I think, well, it gets used in different cultures. Yeah, so like it's kind of one co-, co One co-worker will kind of say it, but then their tribe is more Midwest, like, yeah. yeah, and like more upper Midwest. And so I'm thinking like if this person wrote that book, shaman is used like 
like by its definition of what a shaman is Mm -hmm. but i think that there's like stereotypical shamans i don't know i just felt weird it's a broad yeah i don't know so i just changed it to man okay (laughs) (laughs) so this is what this author had to say about bears One of the most concrete and persistent convictions of the Indians of a large part of California is the belief in the existence of persons of magic power able to turn themselves into grizzly bears. Mm -hmm. A special class of men found to a greater or less extent among probably all central tribes, though they are wanting both in the Northwest and the South, are so-called bear men or men who have received power from grizzly bears, often by being taken into the abode of these animals, which appear there in human form and who after their return to mankind possess many of the qualities of the grizzly bear especially his apparent invulnerability to fatal attack the bear men can not only assume the form of bears as they do in order to inflict vengeance on their enemies but it is believed that they can be killed an indefinite number of times when in this form and each time return to life in some regions as among the pomo and yuki the bear man was not thought as elsewhere to actually become a bear, but to remain a man who clothed himself in the skin of a bear to complete disguisement, and by his malevolence, rapidity, fierceness, and resistance to wounds to be capable of inflicting greater injury than a true bear. Whether any bear men actually attempted to disguise themselves in this way to accomplish their ends is doubtful. It is certain that all the members of some tribes believed it to be in their power. So that kind of goes along with what, like, the folklore I've heard about bears mm-hmm. and, like, bear dancing and things like that. It's like, to the them being yeah. manifested well, into the bear. Just, like, bears are very powerful mm-hmm. and, like, almost, like, they are so powerful that you want to use their spirituality and, like, power for good. Because they are super spiritual and powerful, but, like, they could be used in a bad mm-hmm. way also. That reminds me of, this is kind of separate, but that movie, Legends of the Fall, Uh at the the end, where, the movie's been out for a while, so this is not a spoiler (laughs) alert, where at the end, the father is, like, wrestling the bear, like, he's old, and then he, like, like, he turns into the bear Uh or whatever, so that makes sense. Yeah, so I felt like that little excerpt kind of... Goes with your story? Yeah, to give, like, a little backstory. Okay. Um, so... This person's story. When I was a little girl, I was playing at my grandparents' house with my friend. We were in the back room when all of a sudden it got really quiet and we looked up at the window facing into the forest. A massive paw with claws bigger than I've ever seen passed over the window. It looked like a bear paw, but it wasn't a normal bear paw. It was huge and creepy and I still get chills thinking about it. It was unsettling and I immediately knew the bear was outside and it wanted me and my friend. We ran into where the adults were and they saw how scared and freaked out we were. My grandpa and my uncles went outside to find the creature but couldn't find any sight of it. In my culture, if you see this type of entity, you don't usually live to tell the tale. I don't know what would have happened if I had seen it and my grandma had us blessed after that. So they took it as serious business. Mm -hmm. You saw the bear claw in the window. Yeah. And then they got the blessing to protect Uh them. And then I was like, why were you spared? And she's like, because I'm awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So those are the bears. That was the bear. Mm -hmm. So this one, I called it shop till you drop. (laughs) (laughs) 
I used to work at JCPenney and there was a little creepy elevator in the back rooms. I think there were four floors. Anyway, we would always mess around with each other and there were always rumors of ghosts and creepy stuff. And if you worked there late, there would be footsteps or noses. But in the elevator, there was a small window that looked out onto the other floors as it passed it. And if you looked out, you could sometimes see the silhouette of a man waiting to get on. Ew. <laughs> but there was nobody really there. No. Just a silhouette. Uh-huh. Ooh. And like a little door and like a creepy little creepy elevator. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my next one is called Do Aliens Love to Gamble? <laughs> <laughs> if you're an alien, write in. If you <laughs> Do you love to gamble? So there were a lot of stories that I got from this road in particular leading away from another particular casino. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um and a lot of people believe that it's haunted and that this road has like a lot of spirits and that there's a lot of activity that happened on this road. Um, and it seems like if you frequent this casino or have worked there, you've definitely seen See. something on this road or mm-hmm. like something creepy has happened to you. Like everyone has a story on this road of them okay. seeing something creepy. My sister used to work late nights at the casino and come home late at night or really early in the morning. She and her coworker would sometimes carpool. One early morning or late night, she and her coworker were making their way down the mountain, which has multiple turns, and on the second turn coming down the mountain, a car crept up behind them to pass. As the car passed, they could see it glowing through the fog. It was a tiny car that was almost transparent, but it wasn't transparent. They'd never seen a color or material like it. It seemed to be hovering over the ground and was smaller than a smart car, which I looked up when smart cars were invented, and it was 1994, and I don't know... Where the time is. So maybe it could have been the smart car and they didn't, had never seen it before. Yeah. Um, the car passed them, which is all they, that's also unusual on that road. Like Mm -hmm. you usually don't have anybody passing you. The car passed them and they lost sight of it around the next bend. She asked her coworker, did you see that? And she replied, yeah, let's just go home. And they (laughs) rode back in silence and never talked to each other about it. About the alien car. Uh And, um, the person that told me this said that hurt. It's like, pulling teeth trying to get the story out of her because she's so scared she doesn't want to talk about it. that's what i noticed too like yeah. it's hard a to lot get of people don't, don't want to talk about, about it, it. Mm-hmm. um another person that was driving home from the same casino <laughs> <laughs> um and she wanted to specify that she was working so she was Wasn't. in the right mind <laughs> Uh, she came around the curve in a road and saw a figure standing in the grass looking out into the valley. It was huge, maybe 10 feet tall. It had the body of a kangaroo and the head of a rabbit. She was so scared and it gave her the creeps. She still thinks about it. And one day she was telling her cousin how she hates rabbits because of this. Mm-hmm. And she, her cousin looked at her shocked and was like, oh my God, my son hates rabbits. Because, I don't like rabbits either. Well, when the son was little, he saw a giant rabbit sitting in the field. And when it saw him, it stood up on its hind <laughs> legs. And the kid said it was like massive and he was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we had that rabbit running around on our property and I yeah. was like, peace be with you. I'm not rescuing you. Like it's a Darwinism. If you survive, great. If you don't, I'm not helping you. Yeah. You're scary. You're scary. <laughs> what movie is it where it's, oh, it's us. And it will like shoot back to all the rabbits yes. hopping around. Yeah. Creepy. Rabbits are creepy. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so this is the last one. Creepiest one. Okay. This one I still think about. (laughs) (laughs) And this one I called it Little Man. When I was maybe eight or nine, I shared a room with my little brother who sometimes walked in his sleep. I had this small wooden rocking chair that... Wait, slow down your reading because I'm trying to gather what you're saying. Okay. Okay. When I was maybe eight or nine, I shared a room with my little brother who sometimes walked in his sleep. I had a small wooden rocking chair that sat next to my bed and I'd put my dolls there every night before to eat. Okay, you already got me on the rocking chair and the dolls. (laughs) I'm out. I'm out. Um, Where was I? (laughs) Sorry. Um... She had a small wooden rocking chair. Oh, she! I would put my dolls there every night before getting into bed because I couldn't have anything in or on the bed with me. One night, I woke up in the middle of the night facing my little rocking chair and saw this tiny man. <laughs> he was rocking slightly. Ew. I at first assumed it was my brother, but I looked over at his bed and he was there asleep. I watched him for maybe another minute or two and then closed my eyes and went back to sleep. When I woke up, I looked at the chair and my dolls were there like I left them the night before. I've never seen him again, but that night I didn't feel scared or unsafe, but I did feel I needed to be still and not make it a big deal. I'm terribly afraid of the dark, even as an adult, so how I stay calm during this situation, I'll never know. If I close my eyes today, I can still see him clear as day through with his little leg crossed over his knee. I do remember he reminded me of what a leprechaun would look like, though. (laughs) (laughs) that one's the scariest one i know hella scary yeah (laughs) um creepy cemetery alert on grounds at sonoma development center in glen ellen there's a fire road that's mostly uphill and all the employees would walk on it during lunch and weekends etc do you know where that is in glen ellen sonoma yeah i know where that's at yeah about five minutes up the hill there's a cemetery with unmarked graves that i believe date back to the 1800s um i could be way off with this when the family members of the clients at the development center didn't claim those that passed, they would be buried at this cemetery on the grounds. When I would do this walk, I would feel the moment the air changes. I neared the cemetery, and the moment it felt normal after I would pass it. I cannot explain what it is I would feel as I would walk by, but I'd be extremely uncomfortable in walking alone and would quicken my pace, so I would walk past it as quickly as possible. I never entered, entered the cemetery because of it. Slow down. I'm taking it in. Oh, you scared me. I thought there was something outside. It's the rabbit! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because of how it made me feel. Ooh. That's it. Well, I would say there would be a lot of energy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Where the... And we uh, we have a funny one about Matt. Oh, yeah. End on the funny one. It will end on a funny note. So, when the kids were little, Matthew was probably like third grade maybe mm-hmm. we had oh no no because it was no he was, was older yeah you were right I because i was going through a divorce so it was like he was fifth grade so we were by ourselves uh-huh. in the house and i remember i was sleeping over at a friend's house yes and there was a huge uh well first of all so it was matt and i in the house and i was totally asleep i was i was asleep and the Matthew came in my room and he is just so scared and he's like mom and he used to stutter a bit and uh-huh. but then he kind of outgrew it but he was like trying to tell me the story and he was like stuttering and he was like mom mom I've been watching I've been watching out my window and I've been watching for a long time and I'm watching it and he goes 
the aliens are landing. They've been land like he was so it was I believed him. I believed what he was saying because he was so true in what he was saying. And he was like, they've been watching and it's it's green lights and they're coming and the aliens are landing. And I was like, oh my God. So I was like, okay, okay. okay. First divorce. I know, I know. <laughs> But he was so scared. And so we went into his room. And so I remember we were looking out the window and there was, there was like this green light. And I was like, what the hell? Like what? Like, cause he was so believable in his yeah. story. And then I realized it wasn't aliens. It was, we were having a lightning storm. And so I was like, oh my God, thank God. But he was so shaken up about yeah. it that he like, like usually you guys would just be fine. You'd be in your bed. Yeah, I don't You'd remember never, us ever being with you. No, never. But so then he got in the bed with me and we just would, we were watching the whole lightning storm outside of my window. And I remember thinking like, think I truly thought there were aliens outside landing because he had been like can you imagine being in fifth grade and you're looking out the window and you're like holy moly there's aliens land like they're coming they're coming they have arrived i need to go tell my mom that they're here he's like like, how am i gonna break it to my mom (laughs) and also wake me up because remember you guys would always oh my god mom's so scary to wake up because she like Pops up and she's like, what? What? And they're like, damn. You're so scary. Oh my God, poor kid. He, oh the aliens God. had truly landed. And it was like a green glowing light. Weird. It was a green light. And I remember he, oh, he had taken video. So he had a phone and he was taking like video of it happening. And he's like, look, it's here. And so then that's when we went to his room and then it was like, oh, okay, it's, it's lightning. But I was like, damn, you got it on video. Oh my God. I love that his first instinct was to take a video. Yes. He was like, I'm getting proof of this and showing. Oh my God. We watched way too many aliens. I remember one time we had a babysitter. Um, well, it was our cousin that was babysitting us, but her boyfriend was with us also. And we wanted my brother and I loved ancient aliens, a haunting, <laughs> like all the scary shows. We loved that. And so we wanted to watch a haunting. And so we're all watching it on the couch. And I remember the boyfriend was like, you guys really want to watch this? And he was like <laughs> getting scared. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we love this show. <laughs> He's like, you're okay with this? <laughs> yeah. He was like, are you sure you guys want to watch this? We're like, yeah, we love it. <laughs> yeah. You really? guys were obsessed with the aliens. Yeah. Terrified. And it truly showed mm-hmm. that night when he recorded the aliens landing. <laughs> Man, that would be great if he used to have it because you could just hear him like, breathing <laughs> and watching it. I'm so scared. Aww, poor guy. Poor guy. But it's a great story. We reminisce about it all the time. Uh-huh. When he thought. He was prepared. He, yes. <laughs> he's prepared. <laughs> all right. That's it. That wraps up our spooky stories. And if you have any more spooky stories, send them to me because I still want to hear them. <laughs> Taylor still would love to hear them. Um, and hope stay safe out there trick-or-treating with your little ones. Mm-hmm. And it'll lead us into the my favorite month, really, kind of. I feel like November is awesome. Thanksgiving, yeah. I'd love it. Cozy, warm. We get days off. Mm-hmm. Three days off. Three days off that's awesome Mm -hmm. paid that's amazing thank you and uh 
enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for listening to Not Sisters Podcast. Thank you. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.